1: It's Curious City, where we
0: take your questions about Chicago and the region
1: and investigate, report, explore, from WBEZ.
0: Hi, I'm reporter Liz Stanton. I'm in Ping Tom Memorial Park in Chinatown with question asker Kate Hannigan. We're standing in front of a bronze statue of a woman, Justice Laura Liu. She was the first Chinese-American to serve on the Illinois Appellate Court.
2: Liu looks out heroically towards the city, book in hand, chest back head up. It it just kind of says she was here. She contributed. The people in her community felt like it was worthwhile to put this up and show that she is a part of the living, breathing, beating heart of Chicago. That's Kate.
0: And she wants to know why there aren't more statues like this one around Chicago. She knows that
2: great women were here, they contributed, and she thinks they deserve to be recognized. Kids need to be able to look around, boys and girls, look around and say, I can be that. I remember wanting to be Johnny Carson when I was a kid because I couldn't think of like any amazing women, honestly, which sounds a little ridiculous. Chicago has close
0: to 40 full-size statues of men, sometimes called figurative sculptures, and just one full-size statue representing a real historical woman, the judge we're standing in front of. So Kate's right. And she's on a mission of sorts. She'd like to see more statues of women around the city. To her, the lack of figurative statues, of women you can recognize, it's a reflection of the way women's contributions have been overlooked. And Kate thinks this should change. She thinks the statues that you see, they have an impact on people and they reflect the values of our society. She's even got a list of women she thinks should be honored. Jane Adams, Bessie Coleman, and Gwendolyn Brooks, to name a few understand why there is such disparity in statues. Kate and I head to the Chicago Women's Park and Gardens. It's located at 18th Street and Indiana Avenue. There we meet with historian Julia stay. So so yeah, Backrock says there's a reason we don't see more full-size figurative statues of women in Chicago. It's because this style of statue was mainly popular during the late 19th and early 20th century. And at that time, Nobody was thinking about honoring women, and
2: if they were, they didn't have enough clout to do a figurative monument.
0: She says that by the time the city, historical societies, and private donors started to memorialize women in the 1990s, figurative statues had gone out of style. The park we're in has an
2: example of the type of sculpture that was being made at this time. We are standing right in front of a monument that's called Helping Hands, and it is the monument to Jane Addams. This sculpture was the first major monument to a historical woman in Chicago.
0: It was created by the artist Louise Bourgeois and first installed in 1996. Let that sink in. The first major monument honoring a historical woman was installed in 1996. The sculpture consists of hands carved from black granite that sit atop a
2: circle of stone pedestals. This is not idealizing, but, you know, representing kind of her mission, but it's not her. I think it's still okay, you know, because you look at this and you learn about Jane Adams, and I think that that's good. But she'd still prefer a statue.
0: Chicago does have a handful of other sculptures honoring women, including memorial benches or statues of goddesses or fictional characters. But this isn't what Kate craves when she walks through our streets. She wants to see the real women, and she's not alone. In 2017, artist Carrie James Marshall unveiled an outdoor mural depicting the faces of influential women in the arts at the Chicago Cultural Center. And at the University of Chicago, two students noticed there weren't many images of women on campus. They launched a campaign to commission and install a bust of the first black woman to receive a Ph.D. from the university, Dr. Georgiana Rose Simpson. It took nearly three years of work and close to $50,000 to make it happen. Kate and I check out the unveiling.
2: Let's go take a closer
0: look. Oh, we can't even, we can't, look at how many people we can barely even get in. Mandel Hall, where the bronze bust is located, is buzzing with people trying to get a glimpse. That's exciting.
2: I think people are very happy about this.
0: The bust represents not only the physical likeness of an important woman, but it also signals change in a place where images of mostly white men have filled the walls and halls. To Kate, this is an example of what needs to happen all over the city. And in fact, there is a movement for change like this happening across the country. Advocates are fighting for everything from erecting statues of women in New York Central Park to getting Harriet Tubman on the $20 bill. They say giving women credit for their accomplishments in public places is needed in all corners of our country, now more than ever. Naomi Beckwith is a curator at the Museum of Contemporary Art in Chicago. And she says this movement, it's got people thinking about what visual representation means to our society.
1: Our attention now is toward the visual in a really, really deep way. And I think so many people thought that that would make us passive. But I think what's happening now in a really beautiful way is that so many folks are saying, no, images mean something. And perhaps I have a little bit of agency in thinking about what our visual life is and should be as a nation.
0: And Beckwith says, some people think the problem isn't simply that we lack statues of women, but that the historic statues and monuments themselves are the issue. She suggests that perhaps the concept of how we honor someone needs to shift and pushes Kate to imagine something more abstract, like the work of artist Do Ho Su. He created an empty pedestal, or plinth,
1: And it was up to you to imagine who could be on that plinth. I'd love to see something like that in Chicago, maybe a plinth that just says, imagine a powerful woman here.
0: And Beckwith thinks it's worth thinking about what these different ways of representing women mean.
1: There, I think, is a very kind of fruitful debate to be had about is a figurative representation of a woman still the best way? or even the most feminist way, an egalitarian way, to represent heroic figures.
2: This is great food for thought. Uh, This is really thought-provoking.
0: Our visit to the MCA has prompted Kate to think beyond just the typical statue and the story it tells. But Kate isn't sure it solves her problem. She takes a lot of walks around the city with her three kids, and she sees a lot of statues of men.
2: She'd still like her kids to see more women. And i I just still can't stop thinking about what if we had these images, these this representation throughout the city. We have currently dogs on Michigan Avenue. We have had cows. I think we had Marilyn Monroe, and you could look up her skirt. Like all of those things are are ways people remember our city. Why not remember it through through these amazing Chicagoans? Reporting for this story
0: came from me, Liz Stanton. Support comes from the Conant Family Foundation. And be sure to go to wbez.org slash curious city to see which Chicago women you thought should be honored with a statue.
1: I know you. Remember. Next time on Curious City, a listener wants to know what the Lincoln Park Zoo animals do in the winter when it gets really cold out.
0: I know I get cabin fever in the winter, so imagine how they must feel.
1: Turns out the zoo puts a lot of effort into helping their animals endure the winter. And the zoo also has some animals that don't need much help.
0: I never would expect to see a flamingo in the snow. Or a camel.
1: That's next time on WBEZ's Curious City.